What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Episode 153 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Burn and Soko in the chat. This is the uh, post game show. Oh, very interactive with all the uh, Eagle fans in here. But uh, to start off at the top here, um, what an embarrassing performance by our Eagles. Um, You're talking about a team that came out of the bye looking like that. Uh, Doug Peterson. It starts with you. You're the one who leads this ship. You're the one who has to get this, has to write this ship. But you're also the one that is, is under the navigation of this offense. You have the map. You're the one that's calling the plays. The play calling, garbage. The second and ten play, bringing in Hurts, garbage. Uh, the usage of uh, Travis Fulgham, garbage. Uh, just Travis Fulgham one day, one catch for eight yards, five targets. He uh, tied uh, Dick Rod with five targets on the day, but everything seemed forced. Everything seemed uh, a little off from the, from the get-go. Uh, you, you're literally sitting there as an Eagle fan wondering what the hell is going on with this offense. It's, it's not just one game. It's not just two games. It's three games in a row where we have seen basic bullshit-ass offense to the part, part where they're, they're playing so bad as a, as a unit, like offensively, and they're offensive, by the way, that it's like they're playing catch-up in the second half because they've the execution has been so poor. And it's – you're just, just hoping – you're just hoping and praying 
that this team. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't know about you. I don't. I don't. I don't normally just uh, just lay down and die. I'm, I'm kind of like go with the flow. But I'm. I don't really care what goes on with this Eagles team at this moment. That's how I'm feeling right now. Obviously, this post game, these 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 uh, reactions are live. I just. I'm very tired of looking at what we're looking at week in and week out with Doug Peterson. And this offense, it doesn't make sense. And I, I feel like Carson Wentz has to get his, you know, like it's, you know, you want to put him in the best position to succeed. And I'm, I'm more leaning towards someone else who put him in a better s- situation to succeed than it's, you know, you know, giving up on Carson. Like I think it's Doug Peterson. He's got to give up. He's got easy. He needs massive amounts of changes. Uh, Evan Hollywood, Aaron, how are you doing today, my friend? Man, I wanted. I came into this game. I said, I want Doug Peterson and this coaching staff to make me feel better today. That's where I feel like we've really been struggling is with the with the play designs, with the play calling, and it was more of the same today. And I'm looking at uh, Carson Wentz's QBR um, throughout the entire season. My man's yet to crack a hundred. Uh, you know, obviously, we've it's just been a turnstile all year with every single position on in, on the offense, people getting injured. Um, but he's just been he's 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 been bad all year long. There's no there's no way to slice it that he's been underperforming. Uh, you know, I, he didn't take a lot of time, but Joey Martin, bro, we we, we said we said it before mm-hmm. the game. Congrats, man, you you won. Uh, you, you know, you're ta- talking a bunch of shit before the game, and you know, you get your your right to talk shit. We put we played like ass. Uh, this team, Car- Carson, uh, going back to the QPR. I mean, he he had a 72.8 today. Uh, when it was all said and done, his average for the entire year is 73.1. He played pretty much right on par with how he's played the entire year. Uh, this is the Carson Wentz that we've seen. And this is the team that we have. And we just have, like, everyone just needs to come to grips. We have a bad football team. I was talking to Soko before we got on here, and he was asking me about whether or not uh, I have any confidence that we win the division. For some reason, I, <laughs> I still think we're go- the division's going to fall into our lap somehow. I, th- I think the rest of these teams are equally as bad. That's just where my head is at. I, th- I think we still, as, as bad as this team is, uh, have a chance to win this division. But there's nothing to celebrate this year. Um, we're not going to do anything, even if we were to get into the playoffs. This is a horrendous team, and it's just like a train wreck. I just want to want to stop. Yeah. So, how are you feeling? Yeah. So I'm kind of going to echo the sentiment of Evan here. I think this is maybe like a four-win team at best right now. I think that the team as a whole is not clicking. We have a turnstile at offensive line. You know. Herbig going down with a painful finger injury. I don't, I just have no confidence right now. Uh, you look at the guy that we talked about before the game being the X factor and Travis Fulgham. And it's like you said, he had five targets. That's not enough for your number one receiver. Um, one catch for eight yards is just not enough. Uh, the play calling was bad. Hurts coming in at the absolute wrong time. I think he killed all of the momentum that we had on any drives. Uh, and then not giving the ball to Miles Sanders enough. Like the, we spoke about this before the game. Um, 
this is a guy that was averaging 6.1 yards per carry. This is a guy that needs to shoulder the load whenever you have a hard time with your quarterback in your passing game. And it just wasn't there. On top of that, the defense was still on the bye week and special teams was average at best. Um, you look at um, Greg Ward whenever he was returning punts, like he consistently put us in bad spots. He put us in spots that, you know, were probably seven to 10 yards uh, behind where we should have been on that drive. Um, I, It's just a bad football team all in all. It's, it's, we're not in a good spot. I think this is a four or five win team. I mean, you think about penalties, um, 10 penalties. Uh, you, I mean, you're, you're offensively, you're 0 for 9 on third down. I think it was, what, 2005, the last time we were that bad, 2004, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, in, in December. Like, that's how bad this offense has been. Um, you talk about the running game. Um Miles Sanders, he's the guy that you showcase your offense around. You try to let Carson be a game manager in a sense. You know, 15 attempts, 85 yards. He was averaging 5.6 yards a clip. Boston Scott, uh, three carries, 63 yards, touchdown, averaging 21 yards a clip. So the the run was working in uh, in some senses, I think. When I was asking, I put on the timeline, I need to see more orbit motion. I need, I need to see more trickery and movement with Jalen Rager. I, I like run a jet sweep, run, you know, keep the linebackers honest, run counter off that, that which they've done. Uh, they would did, did it with Ward, but, you know, then they ended up, uh, you know, breaking another play with uh, Scott, but like make it make sense, make, make them other teams think about what we're doing. Cause it's, I want to see more eye candy. Uh, and again, like, why do we? Why do we have to do this week in and week out? Like really? Like it's so basic as fuck that it, like, and and then on top of that, I think just the random, whether it's the penalties, the execution, Jason Kelsey and you know Carson Wentz, they 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 have a marriage together, or they they know that how to snap the ball to each other, the amount of drop snaps. Um, I think I think Carson Wentz was a little. I think he was a little bit late on on some of his reads on some of these um, checkdowns. Uh, he didn't like the 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 one the, the one positive. He had he didn't turn over the over the ball. We we said that he wasn't going to turn over the over the ball. He didn't turn over the ball. Uh, but again, I, I I think neither did the defense. The, yeah, yeah I, but I think the Eagles fans all collectively can say that there everyone's looking at Doug Uncle Doug with the side eye. Yeah, big time. And like we, we've talked about this at nauseum, but Jalen Hurts, like how sick are you guys of the of watching Jalen Hurts trot out onto the field for like a second and 10? It's just a wasted play. We try this shit over and over again. I've said like like each opportunity Jalen Hurts has, like he, he really hasn't done much with it. I think I think his biggest play all year is what, like a something like a 15 yard run. And like that's yeah. the biggest positive we got out of Jalen Hurts all year long. We got three fumbles on top of that, so he's not the only Carson isn't the only quarterback that fumbles. Um, and Jason Kelsey, I mean, I don't know what that was from him today. I don't know if he's injured, if he was drunk, what the hell was going on there. But he had an off game. His snaps were all over the place. Definitely wasn't helping us out. He did have a nice block on that uh, Boston Scott run, but again, like for if you're looking at a, at a veteran, yeah. I mean that this that's like a pitch and catch 
situation. I mean, they've been there, done that. So Did I, you want Carson to block on that one play coming yeah, back around? Yeah, I saw, I saw him like – he yeah. thought about it, and I. To, to be honest with you, I'm glad that he didn't. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather him just not be injured. But while we were on the topic of, um, of rushing, uh, can we address the fact of just how much greater it would be if we had competent linebackers that you know Danny Jones doesn't end up sneaking away every single game on us, man. Every like game. Danny Jones getting to the second level. I mean, every every time I'm playing. I mean, hat tip to Daniel Jones. Like, people don't realize that he's got sneaky athletic, athleticism. But to the fact that your linebackers um, seem out of, out of out of place when in, in the run game, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like uh, I, I just don't I, – I just I, – I need some – some I need a star player in the middle of the field. I need a guy who's, like, with range and is uh, – You need a Patrick Queen. I mean, yeah, well, that would be nice. Um, but it, the the thing that gets me is just like how they how much they make this Jalen Hurts package a thing to the point like they're re- literally changing their offense around for their second round pick. How about you change the offense around for your first round pick? Like hundred million quarterback. Like you know, I, they 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 got creative finally on the screen today. You know, it was a third and one. They messed up on that and had to go to a fourth and one. It's just those plays where you think that you could run the football. They don't run the football. Like, it's a gimme here. Like, it's almost like Doug's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm playing to go for this on fourth now. I'm going, I'm going to go for it anyway, guys. Yeah. And the whole two plate, two point uh, conversion thing, just, just keep the field goal sometimes, man. Like, what sense exactly. did that even make? It it was seventeen to twenty one. The extra point gets you in within field goal range, and then if you don't convert, then you gotta score a touchdown. What sense is like, that? What, what does that do? Yeah. He plays. I was like- talking. To, I was talking to Evan beforehand about this, and so I constantly tweet at Dan Orlovsky, like every single tweet that he puts out, like, "Hey, come to Philly, come to Philly, come to Philly." You know, we need you, quarterback coach. Blah 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 blah. And he finally messaged me today during the game. And I was like, you know, hey, we need you. He's like, no, you don't need me. You need your head coach to not be a jackass and actually play to the strengths of your quarterback. He said that? And Yeah. Jackass? Jackass, quote, unquote. Wow. Cool. Shout out. Uh, and um, – you know, we, we, we spoke for about 20 minutes and he said that Philly offered him a contract. It just wasn't enough. It, um, that first take was offering him along with Fox Sports, you know, to, to step away from the analyst side of the house. And I was like, yo, I'll start a GoFundMe right now. So the Eagles but, offered Orlovsky a contract? Yeah, they offered him a, a contract as QB coach to fire Press Taylor and you know, go in as that quote, quote unquote, passing game coordinator is what the position that he would have held. Was it, was this news? News? Was this news? Have, has, I think, I think it was rumored. I don't ever remember anything, any traction being brought to it. Yeah. So they, they offered him to come in and be the quote unquote, passing game coordinator instead of press Taylor. Um, first take and Fox Sports offered him more money, so he obviously stayed on the an- analyst side of the house. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, ultimately he's probably making the right decision right now because his team is 
bad. I don't, I don't know about but, that. He could, he could be the difference that we need right now. That's, we, that's we, need, we need a coach on this team that knows how to work with the, with this quarterback. Is that, I really I don't think. I was, I was like, hey, man, I'll start a GoFundMe right now. I guarantee Philly will throw in on all of this to make sure that you're our passing <laughs> game coordinator for, for next season and everything. And, you know, he kind of blew it off and was very um, subtle about it. But, yeah, obviously, you know, Philly being in, in conversation with him, that was. A, a nice thing to hear yeah but you know it's a big what if instead of uh him actually being that guy so so let me ask you guys this then so if we're all on the same board as a fan base as a front office as realists and we look at this team we're like man this team ain't doing jack even if even if they win the division they ain't doing jack all year at what point do we see some motion in the in the in the front office like what like why why wait I mean, if if yeah. I'm if I if I'm Howie, or I, for, first of all, if I if I'm Lurie, I'm going in in there and I'm firing someone just just because. I I feel like you need to set a tone. I'm sending Howie. I'm sending a message and and letting them know that like this is unacceptable. You came off a buy, and this is what you guys brought to the table. Where, where's the you know the uh, creative designs, play calling? Like what what you know this you you're the guy who ran. Uh, the Philly special, like what is so special about what we're doing right now? There's nothing. It's, 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 it's so rinky dink, like nothing. There's no flow. The only thing that makes sense and which would we've been dying to see is temp. I've been dying to see is tempo. Cause that looks like Carson Wentz in his element. Yep. So if you're not playing to your quarterback strengths, you're not rolling them out. Shout out to Emily. She was talking about rolling out Carson Wentz. Did we see a lot of rollout today. We saw one. One and he got sacked on the play, and that's because prior let up pressure on the right side. Yeah, and when he's in the pocket, everything's forced. I mean, even yeah, lane. a moving pocket, like even yeah. Max protect with a two two man route. Like try something different, like more eye candy, like make it easier for Wentz pre snap to know what's out there. I mean, I don't know. And and he again, Wentz was sailing some balls. Um, some balls were dropped. Um, but, uh, looking at the chat, shout out to, uh, you know, people listening to the, the podcast. Um, we are actually doing this live and uh, there's, there's fans that are interactive in here. Uh, Trevor says, uh, one in four off the buy, Galen. Um, that's not, that's not, that's not good. Adrian says after the buy, Doug after the buy is trash. Andy Reed was more money after the buy. This is true. Fact. Uh, we had our resident uh, <laughs> giant fan. Uh, we, we do have to give him a shout out for sticking around and coming back. He said, didn't I say we was going to win? Um, I know the Eagle fans are a little bit quiet. Um, Kevin says, horrible showing both on offense and defense. I think it's way worse offensively. Um, wow. Brown says. Frauds and Wentz. Frauds and Wentz. Wow. He's a fraud. Wow. I mean, Carson Wentz, on, fraud. Carson Wentz on the day, 21 for 37, 208 yards passing, 72.8 passer rating. Um, if we're going to go around the, the targets, the team, the person who led in targets today was Jalen Rager. He had uh, four catches for 47 yards. Uh, Dallas Goddard also had six. He tied with Greg Ward with six. Um, he did. He spread the ball around evenly, but it was like they did. They stretched the field. 
the longest pass on the day was to uh, uh, Dick Rogers, 22 yards. Um, Rager had a 16-yarder. Ward had a 16-yarder. Goddard had a 12-yarder. And Boston Scott had an 11-yarder. Sanders had a 9-yarder. And Fulgham had one catch, eight yards. Alshon Jeffrey, one target. Um, so overall, uh, if, we had a, if we gave a grade, a grade on the Eagles offense today, what would you say? Is an F minus possible? Delco, <laughs> what grade you got? I'm sitting at like a D plus. I think the run game is the only thing that keeps it from being an F. All right, I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a D plus. Um, you know, I think uh, Adrian in the chats he has the he has the cure for the Eagles. Well, what do we got? Well, you're saying like uh, <laughs> Carson losing his virginity has sure messed with Wentz. He lost his V card and had a baby. <laughs> the ultimate L. I don't know. Ke- wow, Kevin. Kevin in the chat. I am off the Wentz train. That's that's the trend that seems to be happening week, week after week. I mean, we talk about it, and it seems like more and more people jump ship every week. Shout out to Cindy in the chat. She, she says, I need a double vodka martini at this moment. I've never seen Cindy make this comment. Make it a quad. Cindy, yeah, you know, Cindy, right, Cindy right now is in a dark place with her Eagles, just her Eagles. Um, Paul says, "We does the off? When does the off season start?" I'm I'm so done with the season. Doug is done, and that, I mean, is that is that like a uh, is that a idea in your head that just crosses? Is is Doug Peterson done? I don't think no. so. I think Doug is has a pretty long leash. I. I think that they might force him to give up play calling and hire an OC. You have to. So, so but, you got to. Like I, I feel like you can't just keep doing. Uh, that's what crazy is doing the same thing over and over again when it doesn't work. That's exactly. Crazy. And you remember the Chiefs with Alex Smith? They, they were kind of the same way, man. Like they were constantly like an eight and eight, nine and seventeen, and they hired Andy Reid. They hired Eric Bieniemy and drafted Pat Mahomes and that is what it took to take them over the edge. Like Travis Kelsey was not this like world beater without Pat Mahomes. That's what I don't understand. Like everybody thinks like the chiefs are, you know, um, world beaters and everything. You know, I, I completely understand that, but they're not world beaters without the play calls that they have. Yeah. Well, Paul from London is really going ham. He said, I am demanding for Doug and Jim to be fired at the end of the season because if they are still here and still play this rubbish, I like that London line, rubbish, the link will be very hostile, which I don't want to see. Um, Joey, shout out to Joey. He was active, always active in the chat. Did anyone else see Carson pissed at play calls? I did not. Yeah, did you see him grab his his helmet and chuck it at the bench at the end of – it was a third down play. Really? I missed that. Yeah, so yes. he, come, he comes off the field on a – I think it was like a third and four call, and he came off the field and literally grabbed his helmet by the face mask, picked it straight up, <gasps> yeeted it straight at the bench. Yeah, he's, he's frustrated. I mean, I, I think he knows just as well as everybody else that the, his head coach and lack of offensive coordinator don't really cater to his needs as as his style of play. Yep. We've seen that time and time again. Shut down one three says uh, it's time for Eric B in Philly. And the Airbnb yep. is a guy whose name continuously pops up now. Um, 
Don't you think yeah, he gets a head coaching job though? Yeah, I spoke on, this, an OC on, job. on the timeline during the game is like Eric B's not leaving Kansas City unless he gets a head coaching spot. And I, I'm the first person to advocate for Eric B. I love uh, the enemy and what he does and the creativity in Kansas City's offense. But he's not leaving Kansas City with Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid unless he gets a head coaching spot. Yeah, it's not going to happen. We want to leave. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Philly and be your offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah, and I'm going to be an offensive coordinator for Philly and, and Carson like Wentz. Him, uh, something like, hey, you know, with potential to be a uh, head coach. But I, I feel like it's funny. I've been watching Eric the enemy since he was in college, dude. That's how old I am. Uh, <laughs> Colorado running back, war number one, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Uh, John says Peterson has to go. No, he doesn't. It's a, it's. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like if if you're like, if you're if you're gonna sit here and if, if you're Lurie and you're talking about Peterson, you're thinking maybe he's just gonna he's having an Andy Reid off year, get yeah. back on track, you know, we'll work things out. Like he has to have the foresight to be like he can get there or this is trending in the wrong direction, but like three games in a row of stale, stale offense. I don't know, man. I have questions like three games in a row. I have, and this is not even juggernaut teams right now. I mean, this is the Cowboys, the giants and the giants. Um, I mean, division games can be tough, but how this, this tough, like Oh, for nine on third down, bro. Like, come on now. Mm. Are we like, could this have sealed our fate as like, we are now not going to reach even 500 at any point during the entire season? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Three, three, five, and one. Three, five, and one. Three, five, and one is. You you win again, even if you win against the Browns, then you go into the gauntlet? Yes. So, but then, then the weird part is they're going to probably play up in the gauntlet and and win a game that we don't expect them to win. Mm -hmm. They'll beat the Packers. It's- Watch them beat Seattle for no reason. <laughs> and then DK Metcalf has his worst game, worst game, and then all of a sudden J. Joe out of nowhere has the game of his life. <laughs> and, like, the crazy part That'd is, be- like, you can see them beating Seattle. Seattle has the worst passing offense in the NFL by, like, a long shot, like 480-plus passing yards. Like, I can see them beating Seattle. I can see them beating Arizona. I can beat them or I can see them beating the Packers. Like, I just – not right now. If you call these plays and you play, you know, as bad as you played against the Giants, you're going to get beat by 30 points. I know, but, like, what gives you confidence? Like, I, I agree with you that they they play up to, you know, they play up against good teams. But what I'm saying is we just watched Doug Peterson throw together three dud games against three dud teams. Well, two dud teams, but, you know, three different games. And, like, what it, what is giving you this confidence that, you know, Doug Peterson is going to find it? Like, I I don't remember the last time Doug Peterson found it out. And this when was the last time this offense was clicking? But what's that mean? What's not clicking? What's not clicking? Um, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. I don't. I don't. This see offense anything. wasn't humming all year. I don't an entire anything. game. I don't see anything clicking. Yeah. That, maybe that Washington game when it was like flowing nicely. You're like, wow, look at this. Well, we lost the game. Bro. No, but well, I'm t- beginning. Yeah. He was like, wow, this 15 play uh, script looks pretty nice. Yeah. Then that went off the rails. Um, I just think we're just in this weird space between 
QB and coach Co- Coach Peterson and the play calling, and just a lot of stuff in the background that we're we're not privy to, like you know the stuff going on with Alshon. Like he finally gets a snap after all this time. Um, you know, uh, shout out to Timothy and thank you for your service, Marine yes, veteran. Thank you. Thank you, Timmy. Doug has become stale as two-week-old Cheetos. Mike McFly says Howie has to go before anybody. Wentz, Peterson, Schwartz, I don't care who you hate. Howie must be the first head to roll. That's um, a common thought amongst Eagles Nation. Uh, Brandon Facebook says, bro, where's the OC? This has been unacceptable. I mean, if you're if you're thinking they uh, – you know, the, you know, I I, I would just I, if I'm Luria, I'm I'm just taking out um, Press Taylor. I'm just come. I'm just, he, he, just I'm just walking in the locker room and just like out of here. Clean your shit up. Get out. Go. <laughs> but Jeff, go. Get yeah. out. Yeah. And and just yeah. take away one of his taking one of uh one of Peterson's, you know, understudies away. Like like, what are you teaching these guys? Because if if you're if you're in charge here. So you have to go too. We'll we'll take your play calling duties away, and I mean I don't know, man. I don't know. If you're if you consider a coach your friend, you're doing it wrong. As a coach, you're <laughs> doing the wrong things if you think that your player and you have a friendship. That's not how this goes. I'm gonna tell you what to do. You're gonna do it, and we're gonna move forward. Period. If 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 we're friends at the end of it, absolutely great. But if we're during a season and you think we have a friendship that's not how this goes period just to like i i know everyone in the comment section is talking about uh timothy braxton you know he keeps on going on about we need no see need no see everybody's saying it when i remember this team being good we had an offensive coordinator when our offense really clicked we had an offensive coordinator who isn't connecting those dots in the front office? Who is seeing what we're seeing on a weekly basis with a stale-ass offense and seeing what we used to be able to accomplish and not connecting the pieces there and be like, you know what we're fucking missing? Like, that, where's that light bulb moment? Where, where, when is that going to happen? I'm wondering what, when, when if, they looking, if they're looking at Scangarello and they're looking at him as the... He's the. Uh, you just need yeah. a fresh set of eyes, man. He's the just in case, you know. They're we're gonna, the, and then they have to break the glass moment. They pull out Scangarella. All right, let let. How about we let you take over for the next week? See where we go from there. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I want you to be more heavily involved in game planning. But for a, for a guy who has his hands firmly grasped around around that playbook, to tell him to be like, you know what? My guy, you're gonna have to put down the playbook. Go walk around the field. Uh, make sure the guys are together. Make sure the the atmosphere is good with the team. You know how you know how hard that is for Doug Peterson. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what's hard for us is watching this shit on a weekly basis. That's hard for all of us. Shout out to Nerdy Sports guy. I love like so far his 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 tweets have been giving me life. Uh. <laughs> From YouTube, he says Carson finally has zero turnovers and they lose. <laughs> Doug Slug after the bye. F Peterson and Schwartz. Uh, he's got he's got he's he's got smoke for everyone. Play calling lopsided. Um, shut it down 
413 has a question. Do you guys get bothered by constant subs by wide receivers? Just give me the best three guys and leave them on the field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would like to see some continuity just across the board. I, I would like to roll with, like, I think that's how you get rhythm going. I think that's how you develop uh, stars on the team. And if you're just constantly having that shuffle of different players, you know, every, every, the, the targets are being spread out and no one really gets rolling. Yeah, and when have you ever seen your wide receiver one get pulled out for your wide receiver four? I'm not going to pull out Fulgham for Jeffrey ever. No. Doesn't matter. Not not at this point. Uh, Shout out to Rome. Uh, He says, this team has no identity. Not a run first team. Not a lockdown defense. Not an aerial attack team. Just a discombobulated nightmare. Um, It feels like like um, a team with no rhythm. Uh, Like if the music's playing and – Everyone's uh, vibing. Like you got uh, someone doing the Elaine in the background with the leg kick. Like <laughs> no rhythm at all, bro. Like well, what is going on here? Like Carson wants to play country over here, uh, Christian rap. And then, you know, Jalen's out here. He's he's listening to some Dirty South. And it's just – and Doug is listening to uh, – The fucking ice cream truck. listen to kenny g over here like what is going on with the whole vibe and rhythm of this football team again it goes back it's very cliche because it goes back to the person who leads the ship which is doug peterson and if he if he can't get the vibe of the football team then what are we doing here like like he's he's the guy that's feeding them ice cream and puppy dogs you gotta have have everybody listening to the ice cream truck what and I, not to be everyone on the same page. I'm not trying to be dick about it, but I'm saying like, you know, sometimes messaging can get stale. Like 2017 was a great year, but mm-hmm. we've moved forward. I mean, you have to like, you have to like adapt to the league. I mean, just, just little things like coach, like what, is, what, are, what are the coaches like special teams? Like I, I was a punt returner in college. Like you, your rule is the 10 yard line. You don't, you don't let the ball go, like you catch the ball before. Yeah. So I mean, those little like little things like that, penalties, you know, after the game, you saw our players like acting up at the end of the game. Like, what? Who's the control of the football team? I have questions. Like, what are you gonna do? You just got you just got your ass handed to you by the Giants, a team you, that you've taken to town town since 2016. Yeah, what you, are you, you gonna would, do? Look, the the worst part is though is that we have questions. Everybody has questions, and nobody has any answers. There's 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 no one that's going to be answering any any time until the end of the year. Like we talk about, I just brought up how you know when are we going to see? They're they're not going to cut anybody. They're not going to fire anybody. I don't see it happening. No, I I don't think I don't think that uh, Lori Howie. I don't think none of them have the uh, cojones. We go mid season. We, we made Daniel Jones look, you know, this is like, like one of the after, after he had that huge run on us in literally two games ago, he he, sh- he displayed his ability to run. And then they ran the same play on us. And then they ran it the sit like the reverse of the same play two more times in that same game. Worked every time. I mean, shout out to Daniel Jones for not turning over the ball. He's, he has, he's known to have the random, random turnovers like Carson Wentz. They were like, what, 15th? They're right, be right, uh, right next to the Eagles in turnovers. So he didn't really turn over the turn over the ball. 
Um, but you know, shout out to Mr. Goldhammer Entertainment. Uh, I'm on my third glass of Jack Daniels. Wow, it's that pretty that bad. I hope you're filling them to the brim too, because uh, we we it's that kind of day. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy in, the, in the chat. Um, you look like crazy tail. I'm with. I'm with Paul, man. Like, I don't think that there's a problem with Wentz. I, I think he's okay. You know, there may be some mechanical breakdowns at times, throwing off his back foot, but I really think this is the play calling, man. I think we have the players in place that can make the moves. I think that the play calling is the issue. Yeah. Jimmy, so how you feeling over there? I'm feeling pretty pissed off. <laughs> going to be real with you. Um, this was uh, – not what I expected. Clearly, before the show, I was much more excited and feeling this team. I thought, okay, you know, Doug Peterson has struggled out of the bye, but this is going to be the week. You know, we're coming back. We saw all the injuries. No more excuses. This team's going to show us the elite level. They are not at that level. Doug Peterson is not that same coach. You know, Soko, I just heard him saying, you know, Doug Peterson, I'm not sure what you're doing there, man, half the time going for two, your third down play calling. I, there's so much that uh, Jim Schwartz, you know, the defense actually sucked this week too. So it was just, just so much to break down. So I'm I'm reeling, man, and, you know, everybody just wants to make it worse too. So it's just, ah, it's been a great day. <laughs> now, Leighton, uh, We're all said, feeling that pain. Leighton said, where was the pass rush today? Jones looked really comfortable in the pocket today. I, I, they got to him at certain occasions. But I felt like interior-wise, I thought um, they got they got blown up a little bit in the run game. Um, I, I felt like the Giants had their way in the run game. So, I don't know. Uh, I, said, I said don't sleep on Wayne Goldman either. And that's, that's the point that I like to make. You're spending the most money in the NFL on your defensive line. Where was your pressure? You had no interior resistance to the run. You had no exterior pressure on the pass. What are you and doing then, here? And then when you put that much money and, ve- and put all your eggs in one basket with that defensive line and they don't show up, you got no one in, right behind them. You got no, no one playing linebacker. And they haven't been really, you know, yeah. against teams that they should have been feasting on. So this has been an issue. So it, it – and, and contrary to Eric, I, I hope that he puts pressure on Howie. Howie is not – yeah, Howie's great with contracts. He's, you know, good with trades, everything else like that. But let's be honest here. What has Howie done to improve this team over the last two to three years? Since the Super Bowl, he's been on cruise control. He's kind of been sitting back. Let's backload this contract. Let's restructure this contract. Let's, you know, an obvious trade of a third and a fifth for Slay. Let's let's be real here. Slay is a lockdown cornerback. A third and a fifth is an absolute steal. Yeah. That's an obvious trade that any general manager in the NFL can make. So I don't really know where the pressure on Doug should. Obviously, Doug makes bad play calls, but I think it starts at the top and funnels down. Howie has made some absolutely ridiculous moves and non-moves in the past. Now, Louis represents a portion of the Eagles nation uh, who is anti-Wentz. Because it's time to move on from Carson. He's erratic and always will be out. Hurts in and let him finish out the Eagles. Aren't going anywhere in any houses here. I mean, Louie, I, like, I understand uh, you're frustrated. But think about the situation at hand. Howie sitting 
hurts to play i mean sitting wet to play hurts is a does not look good on how this this all blows up in how he plays um you know as much as carson has been erratic he's also one of your leaders of the football team he's one of the captains he's the guy who's supposed to write the ship as well um i mean that I mean, that's not going to happen. Like it it benefits to, nobody. No, they'd have no to one. really suck it out. Like, if, if they had to, they'd play Carson and just play it out and see mm-hmm. what's there. But uh, shout out to Prime, who's entered the chat. What up, Prime? What's up, man? Yeah, I agree, though, dude. I think Carson has definitely struggled, but I don't think making it worse on ourselves is the great idea. I don't think Hurts is coming in and making anything better. Doug has been an issue. They need to stop with the wince, sit down, hurts come in, bullshit. Don't, don't get me started kill- on that. <laughs> yeah, you're killing me, man. You're killing momentum. That's the only thing you're doing with hurt. I mean, you're, 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 you're wanting to throw a rookie into a situation that is already hostile. And you're looking at your veteran, your fifth-year player is, ha- is struggling in this situation. Throwing a rookie in that situation right off the bat is not probably the best scenario for his mental. But I, I feel like, again – I'm not. I'm not advocating for the uh, the Hertz package either, man. Like, if, if it makes sense, yeah. But like, the way they're using it, I, if you're down by the goal line and you want to add some trickery, some run concepts that you're gonna have uh, take off. Yeah. So kind of, kind of going back to like what I saw. Uh, I watched a lot of Week Nine football last week. I, I was flipping through a lot of channels. And kind of going back to the Chiefs game of of last week, um, I saw Patrick Mahomes shift out right, kind of like a Philly special play, and then shift back into the backfield, take the snap, and then bootleg out to the right and throw on the flat for a touchdown. That's what we should see with Carson Wentz. That's not what we should expect from Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a backup rookie who should just be learning at this point. Yeah. Nate Sudfeld is inactive for a reason. Jalen Hurts is there to learn on the field from Carson Wentz. Period. If you think that Jalen Hurts is your guy, you sit him until Carson Wentz's contract is movable. Yeah. And then you put in Jalen Hurts. You don't yeah, put you use Jalen Carson Hurts as a bridge in. guy. Yeah. Exactly. You don't put Jalen Hurts into an already hostile situation where you think you have a winning team that is not winning games. And then it blows up in his face. That's not I, how that goes. I, th- I think it would really be something if, in the few opportunities that uh, Hertz was given, if he were coming out here and just lighting it up, right? I think then the conversation could be then more that the all the faults of this offense are more on Carson than they are on Doug. But when you're looking at these packages, and it really doesn't matter who is out there at quarterback. These, this play calling is just not working across the board. Fail. I think yep. that points to coaching. That, that that's, that's where it all derives from. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. This play calling sucks. Yeah, agree. I agree. You think Agreed. Deuce Daly would maybe be like better at this point? What can we do? He can't even get the running back rotation right. The calls right now would, would, would probably help out. So, Jimmy, before, before you hopped on, I had said – that, like everyone is on the same page here as far as that this this Eagles team I'm explaining something to someone who just left uh <laughs> no one's listening I am <laughs> I'm listening bro I'm no listening. I'm, I'm just I, I I was simply saying that 
I forget where I was going. <laughs> this, this team's got me so fucked up. Let me let me go with Paul here. Um, go ahead. Paul is is kind of spot on. I think that you're you're screwing with rhythm at this point with Hertz. I think the play calling should 100% be shifted to Carson Wentz. That is your guy on the offense. You paid him 128 million dollars. You're paying him 56 million over the next two seasons. That needs to be your guy with play calling. Period. Point blank. Period. That needs to be who you focus your offense around and shift that to the strengths of Carson Wentz rather than the, you know trying to throw in this crazy Hurts package. Yeah. Um, Mike, Mike has the answer for everything. He says, I blame all the white jerseys at my life. And it, you, know, you know why I connect with this? Because I was, I was so annoyed at one point in the game. I was like, it's fucking white jerseys. It's white pants. Like I was getting angry at everything. It was so bad that I was just like, you know what I'm like? Everything's bothering me. Um, it was just a bad game. Let's be honest, guys. It was a bad game overall. Bad season. The the defense is, is mediocre. We have practice squad guys starting at linebacker. We have a defense that's not collapsing on the quarter or a defensive line that's not collapsing on the quarterback. We have a secondary that's not covering long enough because the defensive line isn't getting home. An offensive line that's hurt. We have uh, running backs you know, that aren't being utilized properly. We have a quarterback that's, you know, coming in and out whenever he gets in rhythm. And we have wide receivers that are getting uh, sailed passes and drop passes. So uh, it, it is the perfect storm of a mess right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what you just said is just inconsistency. No, Nobody's yeah. playing with any consistency. If, if someone's having a good game, you can count on the rest of the team to not be. Yeah, exactly. What were you saying, Evan? I'm sorry. There is the storms of Narnia going on. Like, holy shit. No, no problem. I'm going to get kicked off 30 times. No no problem. Uh, What I was saying was, like, we're we're all on the same page as far as this team's going nowhere. Even if we were to sneak into the playoffs, win the division somehow still, and, like, this team's not going to do anything. So at what point do we actually see some motion in the front office? Because, like, if, if you're not going to do anything, why, why not just sort of start chopping some heads? Why, why not mean, send a message? I would love to say next week, but who's listening to us? Yeah, know? they're not going to do it now. <laughs> I mean, the that's the, the thing. We're midway through the season. Yeah. We missed the trade deadline. There's, yeah. I mean, we're going to roll with this, so at this is kind of scary. Right. At the end of the day, we're all going to sit here and just pretty much with our fingers – I bet with our coaching staff more than more than I bet with players. Yeah, I would love to see someone else calling the plays. We need to, I think, and I think maybe another game of this uh, would force their hand. But they love, you know, they stick to their guns and their excuses. I just was listening to Doug and Carson's presser, you know, and it's the same thing over. We got to be better, you know. You got to, we got to fix it. It's like, dude, I don't even want to listen to it anymore because I don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's why, that's why I don't listen to it because it's it's all hogwash at this point. Yeah. Uh, hogwash. I, I feel like you, you have to sit here, make excuses after L's, and the eye test. We all know it looks like crap. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a vibe. Like when the, the offense is playing and hitting on all on all cylinders, there's a vibe. And Doug knows it's his problem. And Carson knows he doesn't look great. Um, but I don't know, man. Uh-oh. At what point do you throw Howie back in his, you know, side office and say, "Hey, you're going to handle contracts and trades, period." And that's <laughs> me it. a long time ago. Well, exactly. I, I I'm completely 
completely with you guys. I understand that, but the Eagles or organization as a whole doesn't. And I feel like that is the top point where, you know, shit starts to funnel downhill. And, you know, you start looking for a new actual general manager rather than just, you know, putting him in a side office. Yeah. He's going to get himself fired. And that's, that's the truth of it. And I think that Howie is great with the analytical side of sports, but he has too much control over the team. We talked about it in the pregame where he's starting to control the who's active and who's not, and that's an issue. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of control for a while, so it's just now it's just getting out of control. Without a football guy in hand to keep him in check, I think that's where he misses. I think if you're going to bring in a football guy – to run the show, like I'm, I'm with it. Someone who's not uh, Trevor. We don't need a quarterback. I mean, someone who's uh, you know, like has a grasp on what the NFL is doing, the the new, the new norm of the NFL. A lot yeah. of movement, a lot of shifting, a lot of versatile weapons, a lot of um, you know, I mean, the the mobile quarterback is it? I mean, and that's where you look at this whole hurts thing. The mobile quarterback right now is, is a thing in terms of like. Guys not taking sacks and making big plays with their legs. Um, that's why it's weird. So it's, the whole courts thing has been weird. Um, How did we not see it, guys? How did we not see that QB factory smelled like Dream Team a mile Dream away? Dream Team, baby. Truth. It's just the same thing. I'm still, yeah. I'm still angry at the point of uh, the lack of self-awareness that these guys – like you saying QB factory, the, the high-fiving when the draft pick went off, I was like, ah. It's so funny to me that, you know, um, how he had to make that call. He had to call Carson Wentz to make sure it was okay. If you have to call your franchise quarterback to make sure a pick is okay, there's a problem, period. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Jalen Rager, absolutely love him. Uh, I think that that was the right first-round pick. Uh, but you turn around and draft a backup quarterback and a developmental linebacker at two and three. You imagine if Carson just put his foot down, said, no, no, it's not okay. Yeah, How about that? And then they're like, all right, fine, we'll take a linebacker. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God, <laughs> we'll draft Luke Wilson then. Yeah. Yeah, you see what Luke Wilson's doing since he stopped. <laughs> well, we don't know anything. Uh, Leighton, uh, number 69 is Matt Pryor, who is uh, Richard Pryor's son. Both, <laughs> both are well, do well in comedy. Uh, <laughs> bro. They're both pretty laughable at their jobs. I'm telling you. Uh, says the quarterback factory sucks. Um, Mike says, see Miles in the round pick. They should have gotten someone else. I mean, that's yeah. it. So, real quick question, man. You see the way that defense was getting in through that line. Would you have called a couple screenplays knowing that, hey, like, just dump it off? Let that, you know. Like, I, I'm asking a question. Like, would y'all would y'all yeah. would have seen yeah. Knowing that they was getting through as fast as they can. I mean, like, you know, you play it as a, as a screen. Yeah. Come on, they're getting through. Dump it off. Jailbreak. Like, I'm waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. And the fucking thing didn't want to come around. Like, what the hell is going on? I, mean, I, I don't know how people see Miles as the problem, though. 
Miles is not the problem. <laughs> if he drafts DK Metcalf right after Miles instead of yeah. Ortega Whiteside, we're probably having a much different conversation. Yeah. But, but I, I, if I was them, I would, I, would be there, I, would, I, would, I would dial up plays that, you know, if they're being aggressive up front, like with our defense, when we were aggressive up front, they were hitting us like all day with like quick screens. I hate to say, I hate to say it, bro, but that first drive, that first defensive drive, my my whole my whole uh, attitude towards this game in the very beginning changed instantly. Yep, instantly. Yep. I sat there on that seat and I'm like, this is going to be a long. You thought they were going to get cooked. Yeah, I said I was like uh, I had that uh, Samuel Jackson sipping on like a drink meme. I was like, so mm-hmm. this how this how this how you guys are starting the game off? Okay, I had. I had how you gonna tell me? <laughs> over and they had a bottle of Hennessy, and I don't really drink like that, like especially on a Sunday. But I mean, damn, I might rip some shots. I was already three shots. Incredible Hulk's going. Yeah, I was already three shots in. Like, oh my god! Like here it goes, baby. When uh, what? All right, so uh, we'll go around the room. Um, what what play was it where you knew that the game went off the rails? Hmm. Mm. Daniel Jones running it again. <laughs> That's up there. Um, like, yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I kind of think. I think it was uh, go ahead. down to the goal line, uh, and Daniel Jones took a read option on two straight plays, and it was uh, successful in both times where they got down to the one yard line. I think that I was like, all right, here we go. This is going to be a absolute nightmare. Uh, I, I, the linebackers, the linebacker play, like we have to stop thinking that the practice squad linebackers are going to fill in. Like, yes, Alex Singleton played more today. Uh, you know, TJ Edwards, whatever. These are guys who are seconds at best on any other NFL team. That's, (laughs) that's a fact of the matter. Uh, these linebackers are absolutely terrible. And TJ Edwards being the best is probably your second best middle linebacker on any other team in the NFL. I I would rather take an undrafted free agent at this point. I mean, at this point in the season, throw Davion uh, Taylor in there. I don't care. I want exactly if he's got raw ability and, and the IQ's not, you know, a match yet. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like the only way he gets he gets better is re- with reps and. Uh, uh- the the moment that it really clicks with me, if there if there's one in particular moment, it's probably uh, Darius Slayton uh, when he was falling backwards and he was able to still uh, catch the ball and he was like toe tapping backwards. That's probably the one in particular play. But when it really like one of the things that just hit me was when we were three quarters of the way through the game, just the fourth quarter just started and they mentioned how the Eagles hadn't converted one third down yet and we we didn't convert any third down, fourth down, yeah. For nine. It, seems, it seems like we were jinxed from the very get-go. We talked about Carson, Alshon, Miles, those guys having a good game. Alshon was nowhere to be seen. Carson didn't really play all that well. We talked about Darius Slay running it in for an interception touchdown. He kind of got cooked a little bit today. You know what I mean? Um, linebackers look like shit. Alex Singleton, Jesus. I mean, I, I thought Nate Gary was on the field again. <laughs> like it's it's crazy, man. It's that bad. My, I mean, yo, we my, talked my, about we talked about the eight game winning streak that got snapped. We jinxed that. What I mean, what else? It was like everything was just going the total opposite today, man. 
Yeah, my, my play was uh, the, the play was when, first. when we brought in um, Jalen Hurts on that second and ten. I mean, it was early in the third, and I was just, you know, I was just like, not early, but it was late in the third. But I was just like, I don't think Doug has the mental, the the mental makeup right now to get this offense back on track. If he thought that bringing Jalen Hurts on a second and ten was was the move, like I just. Like I was just like Doug's not in his. When it, Doug hasn't been in his back for a minute, a long game. time, and and like that's just a thing is that when does that Super Bowl luster start to fade? I think Doug, already. I, I think I think, Fading now. I think I think Doug needs a friend. Maybe uh, maybe one of his friends is going to call him up and uh, be check in on his peoples. Be and be honest. Be honest with him. Uh, <laughs> Like, you know, right. you ran uh, like God. Shit. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Doug. Um, I don't think you should have stuck with Carson Wentz. Um, this is brought to you by Wrangler. Um, but I'm, I'm saying, like, it's like he needs a real friend, a, a real friend to sit there and tell him, like, not one that'll just send him dick pics at night. <laughs> like, who is cl- who's close to Doug Peterson? Who's telling him, like? Yo, you fucked up, bro, and you are fucking up. And like your friends have to tell you that you're fucking up. If you don't have a real friend to tell you, like, yo, you're you're messing up, then do you really have friends? Like, yeah. so think you want me to make you guys upset real quick? What's that? You want me to make you guys upset real quick? What's that? Oh boy, the Bengals are beating the Steelers. Oh, that's really making me upset. Fourteen twelve right now. Can't make me. You can't make me worse. Worse than. Yeah, that. I, I. I don't think I could be brought down further than where I'm at right now. That's. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I'm in a low spot. I can't. I can't. Really say anything <laughs> good about Philly. As a as a team right now. Well, this is this is the hand we're dealt. All over though. Well, Doug maybe, Peterson. maybe maybe the maybe the owner of Hagen Dogs could probably tell Doug that he sucks and <laughs> I mean, and make Doug feel better. Yeah, he's it. doing terrible, and, and until you get your he shit, you no more ice cream. <laughs> Doug said he's going to look at the tape. Birdman says uh, Timothy Bracken yeah. said maybe COVID messed up Doug's brain function. Yeah, we don't we don't so, know all the effects yet. Yeah, we don't so, know all the effects. <laughs> I gotta go, be dad. Later, so, Soko, dad. Man. Later, man. Thank you for your service. Still, always go birds, baby. Take care, y'all. I just gotta, I just gotta. uh, Player of the week thing just came through my phone asking me three players: Miles Sanders, Alex Singleton. They really put Alex Singleton in this thing. Like, what the hell are these people thinking? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But but just to talk about your. Doug Peterson's best friend in Brett Favre. I, I got to tell you, as I was watching Carson just completely throw another dud in that game, I was sitting there thinking about Brett Favre like, I said, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. <laughs> sitting there thinking about it like, man, I mean, I, I don't agree with him, but he wasn't as off base as everybody was making it out to be. Playing like doo-doo, man. Dude, I mean, they did. A man in the mirror moment. Yeah, like you have to have these man in the mirror moments and stuff. Like, yeah, what am I doing wrong? What do I have to fix? And is the the question is is this fixable, Jimmy? Not this year. Um, Yeah, I don't really. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I oh. think this was the game that we needed to come out and show that we could still get things done. We had people healthy. I understand that Irving wasn't there, but these guys have played a couple games. It, there's no excuse. You came out and played like trash. So I don't think it's, I mean, it's, I don't think it's over because we play in this division. So they're going to keep us around, make us have to go through it. But I really don't think we're a contender for the Super Bowl at this point. So um, it's, it's sad guys, but I'll be here every week. I just don't think that I'm going to be so excited as I usually am. I, I think I was telling Evan that I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not excited. Like I, like, like I was pre pre pregame. Like I, I, I kid you not. I was up to five 30 this morning. I'm so so hyped to watch this team play. I can't go to sleep, and it's real. It's, it, it is real. Um, like you literally walk around the house, like birds are starting to chirp. Like ah, I'm going to bed yet. <laughs> yeah. playing. You know, it's like this weird thing. It's it's been like that for a long time. And get, get, getting a thread of watching highlights. Just right go down on. a rabbit hole. Hell yeah. Well, I texted you last night. I was like, hey, I'm going to post this, and you're like, the real ones will know. I'm like, yeah, you just. Exactly. You can't sleep. And it's like now we can't sleep because we suck. So it's like, it just yeah. makes it worse. We're still going to love them, but it's just yeah. going to hurt real deep. Yeah. And, just, and that just to answer your question, Gail, like, uh, can you fix this? I, this year, I, I think is pr- pretty much what we have is what we have. We're, we're, we're dealt the hand that we have trade deadline has passed. Like this is the roster that we're moving forward with. And it would be really shocking to me if the Eagles made some giant 180 turnaround. I think this is just a mediocre football team. That's just the bottom line. There's no, there's no silver lining to it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's time to old yeller this season. Yeah, the season's got foam running outside his mouth. He's growling. He's mad. Yeah, old yeller. You got to put it, put it down, put it down. And Broken start leg. Yeah. I'll start checking out college players, guys. We'll get uh, ready I, know, for the I know Chris Malley is like ready. He's ready. Yep. He's got all his players ready to go. I'm like, damn, already. Um, but that's what I think. That's where we're at. Are at, at as a fan base. Uh, you know, you want to get in the playoffs, and everyone's like, you want to get in the playoffs with this. Now, I mean, if you can't beat the Giants, I don't have any trust or faith in where you your next movements after this. I don't. I mean, we couldn't beat Cincinnati. We couldn't beat Washington. We couldn't beat. Where exactly. was your Where was your confidence before? So it's what I felt like, you know, because a lot of injuries and players, uh, a lot of moving parts. But I, I got some players back. You know, you had a bye week to get get a grip on things, and it, it didn't look right. Still, the play call yeah. still didn't look right. The only thing that looked right is the the running game. Like if if I'm going to be positive, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what. Miles Sanders play every week. Yeah. Uh, Boston Scott is giving you a little flash, but like, Doug, can you figure it out, dude? If, ever, if your play calling in the passing game isn't working, run the ball, dude. Run the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it, it's like it's rocket science. Boston yeah. Scott, 21, 21 yards of carries, guys. <laughs> 5.6 from uh, Miles Sanders. I mean, I don't know. Uh, if you if you guys are gonna do if you guys are gonna give us one ounce of positive uh, moving forward, what would that be? We'll start with uh, Prime. <laughs> uh, moving forward, one ounce of positivity positivity you have to look forward to watching your Philadelphia Eagles. 
like, oh, I, I get to find some matching outfits next week. Yeah, <laughs> I've already done. I think I think I've definitely done purchasing gear for the rest of the season. Um, well, that's, that's, well, see, when you as a fan, as a diehard Eagle fan, when you draw a sign, the sand and uh, line in the sand, where you're like, I'm not buying any more Eagles merch. <laughs> I'll show you. It's I don't know, man. It's it's a tough one. I mean, it's like it's 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 hard to even think anything positive because it's like you want to sit here and be like, all right, I'm waiting for this person to come back or I'm waiting for this team to get stronger. And then it's just like setback week after week after week. And, and the play calling is just ridiculous. I mean, you can't get nothing positive out of it. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I know I'm sounding like the the burden of bad news here, but I, I just can't find anything. I was about to play some uh, sad violin music for you. <laughs> That's fine, uh, man. <laughs> uh, Paul from London says, we have great young talent in Fogum, Sanders, and Rager. That's it. That's I mean, the, we, we do, but I mean, like Fogel today, it was just like, that was another another thing that we were just so hyped up about. And then it was just like three miss. I think he had three drops. Uh, you know, a couple of those balls were a little bit crazy, but hey, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's those type of things it's, that just killed us. Today. Paul, Paul Smith also says Travis Fogel. Shout out mm-hmm. to Paul. Um, Jimmy, what do you got? Yeah, I mean... Uh, the guys in the chat said it there, and Prime just mentioned a little bit. I, of course, I'm very excited about the young talent we have as weapons. Miles Sanders, Rager, and Travis Fulgham, great for the future. I uh, love Goddard. <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, but if anything I can hold on to and try to give any kind of positive feel for people that are trying to hold on to anything, it would be, you know, Isaac Sayamalo was someone I was really hoping would come back uh, for this game, and he wasn't. I was hoping that it wouldn't be an issue, but then you're missing Nate Erbig. So now you have – Sua Opeta and Matt Pryor in, and they both have struggled mightily this year. I did not like that. So with getting Urbic and Sua Opeta back, that could maybe build this offensive line into something, and maybe we could feed these weapons. But Doug is honestly the one that needs to get his head out of his ass. So I tried to find something positive. So maybe the offensive line getting healthy, and maybe Zach Ertz too would help this team. Evan. I mean, as a joke, but kind of serious, you know who's one guy who, in my eye, has really shown up to me a lot this year? My man, Rudy Ford, has been a yeah. beast on special teams, dude. He is down yeah, there every – like, like I said. I'm well, he's a special teamer. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying uh, he's a guy that I found some positivity on the special uh, team side of the ball. Thank you, Gail. I was waiting yeah, for it. that's where uh, we're at. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I said, half joking. Uh, but – on top of that, it's just the development of the young players. That's really all you can look forward to. You, you look forward to the guys that you know are, you know, still in those rookie deals. Um, the, the Travis Fulgham, you look at Miles Sanders, Rager, all these guys. I want to see more and more of them, what they're capable of. The linebackers that we drafted, I would like to see them eventually step onto the field and get some meaningful, uh, you know, snaps. Um, I want to see Jordan Mailata back out there and eventually, you know, hopefully we can move Jason Peters inside at some point this season. I'd like to see that. Uh, But other than that, I mean, I'm kind of just looking forward to the Viking funeral at the end of the year when we start shipping coaches off on burning ships down the Delaware. Yeah. If I'm positivity, Uh, it's it's really hard to bring up some positivity. I, I, like I, I said, Miles Sanders, the running game, I think uh, they flashed, um, you know, Fulgham. Like, I, I, I like to see the development of the younger guys. Um, you know, if you catch another L and you're not developing guys in the meantime, you know, that's that's where I, I get kind of pissed because I'm like, 
this is a great great opportunity for snaps and you know paul just mentioned did we did, did putting in uh peters hurt us i don't know if it exactly hurt us but i felt like you know i felt like it hurt it hurt it hurt my lotta yes my lotta not playing is uh i don't want any part of that i want him i want him to get snaps i want to see him um see how he progresses um I mean, that's where you you have to start thinking about the back end of this roster who makes sense moving forward if you're lurry and you have questions about this is your this is your this is your organization like if you feel like it's being mismanaged uh you single out who's doing the mismanaging and you have a talk with them and say hey look this is you this is your department like if you you're calling the plays and you can't get it right we'll get someone in here that can help you do it or get someone to do it for you do they go to um do staley and when you know I'm i'm not saying do staley's all world or anything but like at this point in time, do a combination of Scangarello and let him take the wheel for a week or call up uh, the game plan for this week if you want to see something. Because if, if, if you're lowering and you have questions about Doug Peterson moving forward, these are the kind of things you have to start thinking about. But if you're trying to save face and not offend anyone, I, that's, I think that's a bad space too. Because if, you know, if you got decisions to make, you got to make them. Man, look at look at look at the faces in here. Look it's at that. <laughs> look at them. Hey, man, this is rough. <laughs> I think if anything, what we need to do, you talk about changing the coaches and changing like the changing of the guard. I think we need to change uh, getting some of these young guys in. Maybe Michael Jacket getting more time at cornerback too. Maybe the young linebackers just seeing what we got. Just giving some of these younger guys more time because if we're going to fail, we might as well see what we've got. So that's exactly. kind of on my lotta. I think it's hindering us in the long run. So, yeah, JP in there. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. This is, this is, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say the season is off the rails, but man, we are. It ain't we, on them. We we're holding on tight. <laughs> we're like Tony, pro skater, like you're doing, like you're doing all tricks on the, rails right now like you are almost <laughs> off the rails um and you have to do a 720 to get back on track look, look at prime man look at prime distraught he's looking at the man caves like look at this beautiful place this is like one of the worst I, there was one point in the in the game where i was like man i was like i hate this team like this like not the whole like this particular team I hate what's going on. Yeah, no, I got what you mean. Five, nothing makes sense. It's like it's like if you went in your refrigerator and you had all these ingredients, you had stock full of food, but none of the fucking food made sense. You mm-hmm. got like mozzarella cheese and like peanut butter, and yeah, peanut butter <laughs> and like pizzas with pineapple on it. <laughs> like none of this mixes together well. <laughs> in dessert, you had like I did nothing's making sense and. This 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 podcast is probably not making it sense at this moment because we've won off the rails yep. mentally. That's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. But hey, man, hey, we said the last last podcast. At least we have each other, guys. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louis says we are on the other side of the rails, hanging on to the sheer hopes. Other NFC each loses. So we're in a dark. We're in a dark place. You know. Yeah, we're still in first. 
That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> is it, it's like there's like that episode. This might be a reach for you guys, but there's an episode of South Park where everybody was trying to lose the Little League World Series so they didn't have to keep oh, on yeah. playing. And <laughs> this is America. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Dan. Not trying good. to lose this. That was me today. Dan's yeah. not let anything take his thunder away. He says, it's sad that I'm not even upset. I'm almost expected this game to go this way. It sucks. Uh, I think it's go birds. Yeah. Um, I think everybody should just lower their expectations for what, like, like you're at the beginning of the season, your expectations were up here. We got to just be realistic and drop these things down. You, you'll feel a lot better after these. It's true. If you don't expect it's a lot. True. Yeah, you know, but I I don't live my life trying to be basic, and I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Like, I'm, but we got a basic ass team. I know that yeah. it's hard to it's hard to. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna do? You're, you're putting makeup on a pig right now. It's really gonna put a lot of pressure on me to come in here and get pumped up, guys. But I'll do yeah. my best. But I'm gonna yeah. really. We're like a fucking old navy of football teams now. Not even old navy. We're like <laughs> old. We're like uh, baby gap. I don't know. I don't know. We're not even like we might even be TJ Maxx right now. Damn. I mean, you can find some steals in there, but I'm saying <laughs> we were basic as fuck. As, as we <laughs> uh, but before we get out of there, before we get out of here, um, first of all, we just want to thank everyone who joined us pregame. Um, had a lot of fun with you guys there. That's where the positivity was. Uh, but thanks you guys for hanging out with us, supporting us. Uh, shout out to you guys who were subscribing, first timers that are here. Uh, give us, uh, you know, subscribe, man. Stick around, join the community. We do this every week, pre and post game. That's win or we, loss. Win or loss. We're, or tie. Or, or tie. That's how we do it. Uh, but any any last words, Prime, before we get out of here? Uh, just everybody keep uh, staying, trying to stay safe out there. Um, you know, uh, hang in there. I mean, we got seven more weeks of this, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's always go birds. And uh, oh my god, know. this is so sad to watch. <laughs> yo, yo, uh, Prime is actually yeah, that meme with the the your, your smiling mask and your yeah. mask. tears behind. <laughs> it's it. It's 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 so it's so it sucks so bad, bro. Because I mean, it's like I gotta deal with these phone calls that you know i mean you don't hear from nobody all goddamn year then all of a sudden you hear these guys beat us and then it's like now my phone wants to blow up i gotta deal with this it's gonna be a long goddamn week it's already been a long two weeks because i mean we were on a pod i gotta go back to this bullshit i'm just trying to keep my composure that's all. i mean we did we did get some we did get some footage of you before uh, you got on the show i don't know if you, yeah. you had a camera in your bathroom but Tough. It's real. It's real. It's real. So I felt that. Felt that. Oh, Jimmy, man. any words before you, uh, we get out of here? Uh, well, to everybody that tuned in, thank you so much uh, for the pregame and postgame. Uh, thanks for having me on, Gail, Evan, Prime, everybody. It's been no awesome to be a part of this. I love being positive for the games, but yeah, it sucks when it feels like this. So let's try to temper our expectations for the rest of the year. Let's not get our hopes up, but – I'm still going to be bleeding green every day, guys. You know, uh, I'll be back here, and I'll be trying to bring that positivity, and we'll hope for a win next week against the Browns, even though this team has played, like, complete garbage. So, uh, yeah, go Birds. Evan. 
Uh, if there's anything that this team has been all year, it's inconsistent. But the the thing about inconsistency is that means that some of the time you're doing all right. So I think it's worth hanging. Uh, if you're a true Eagles fan, it's worth seeing the season out. I'm going to be watching every single one of these games. I'm going to be talking about them uh, with this crew after every single game. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be making as much fun of this season as we possibly can. So we appreciate everybody that watches weekly, that checks in, all the new fans. You know, we're, uh, we're riding this out together. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, we're going to be here, win or loss. Um, this is what we do at Fourth and John. It's about the community. It's about creating uh, conversations. Uh, you know, we're all playing it safe. There's no tailgating this season. Uh, we, you know, we're trying to be uh, socially distant. And still love our birds uh, nonetheless. It's been a rough, rocky season right now. The season is not over. Uh, obviously, the NFC East is the NFC least, and it's still winnable. Um, you just have to take each game week to week. Uh, that's what NFL is all about. Um, just hoping that Doug Peterson can right the ship. We have a lot of uh, – it's a, it's, a, it's a reality series right now, this Eagles team, and it's got some ups and downs, some – some uh, some weird triangles going on. Uh, uh, we don't know who's going to get knocked off in the next episode, and who's going to get a rose? Who's going to get the final rose? Uh, <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, man, we've got us. We've got <laughs> us. <laughs> Keep coming back. Keep coming back. But as always, thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Fly, Eagles, fly. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.